Welcome to the Life and Journey of a Caregiver. My name is Van Taylor, CEO of Protege Podcast. Today I am going to share with you how to provide quality continence care for dementia Alzheimer patients. My disclaimer is I am not in the medical profession. However, I am presently caring for both parents who have been diagnosed with advanced dementia Alzheimer's, so I am willing to share information from a family caregiver perspective. So what does quality continence care mean exactly? I'm talking about the total package tailored to meet the individual needs of patients with bladder and bowel movements. Continence care is one of the most challenging tasks for a family caregiver. It is not a very desirable task. However, it is one of the most life-altering experiences for a patient. It can also be very embarrassing and humiliating for the patient. So today I'm going to walk through a typical day with an immobile patient and share tips and tricks on how to handle various situations. The first thing that you need to do is you need to start your day with the right mindset, focusing on our theme, which is your life is worth my time. Before you begin your day, you must establish this mindset. Quality continence care requires time and patience. You have to remain focused on why you are doing this. It is not a glamorous job. It's not a job where you're going to receive recognition for your work or at times even be appreciated. However, when you make your loved one's life worth for your time, the love and quality care extended to them inside of your home also extends their quality of life because you have made them a priority. There are no shortcuts for this. However, I am going to share effective ways to get the job done. Customize and create a spa day experience. The first thing you have to do is get to know your patient's likes and dislikes. Before you begin to do anything with the patient, it is respectful to always talk to them about what it is you are getting ready to do and to ask them for their permission. It makes them feel respected. In the event that the response is no, then you need to further explain to them the benefits of what you are getting ready to do and how it is going to help them. You need to establish a trust relationship with the patient and where applicable, engage them in the activity. So to begin our spa day activity, for dementia patients, music is normally a great way to set the atmosphere for patient engagement and cooperation. And Alexa is a great electronic tool to have that allows you to play 
the type of music of interest. I generally start off the morning with Christian music and the afternoon with jazz. Head care. Then I begin to wash the face with a warm towel. Make sure the eyes are not matted. The nose and ears are clean. The first tip here is to be sure to check the eyes for redness or dryness and keep appropriate eye drops on hand. One eye drop that I would recommend is Sustain Lubricant Eye Care and or Artificial Teardrops. Both of these are great to have on hand and can be kept in the refrigerator. The coolness feels great on the eyes when the eyes are slightly irritated. The second tip here is to create a schedule where you can do a facial uh, once every couple of months. Using a wand with a brush attachment is also a bonus. You need to choose your own products of choice. There are some nice facial packets sold in the grocery store for a couple of dollars that can be used for creating a facial spa experience. And then the third tip here, a clean shave also helps create calmness in a dementia patient. A recommended razor is the battery-operated Gillette Fusion Number no. 5 razor. This is great for diabetic patients because it gently removes the hair from the face without cutting the skin. And then the mouth, oral care. It is recommended that oral care be done two times daily, morning and night. Simply brush the teeth and rinse mouth out with a mouthwash. If you are dealing with a patient that has dentures, it is recommended that the dentures be removed and cleaned overnight with polydent or a cleaning solution of your choice. You may also squirt a couple of drops of peroxide in the dentures cups when cleaning. Also, use a lip balm on the lips so that you can keep the lips moisturized. And a tip here is, it is important for the patient to have a freshly clean mouth in the mornings before breakfast and a clean mouth before bed at night. As a general practice, you should also make sure after every meal that food has been completely consumed and swallowed. Dementia patients have a tendency to pocket food, meaning they will chew but not swallow. So you have to make sure that they are not harboring food inside their jaws because they could potentially choke. Sometimes you uh, may need to simply take a paper towel and um, just kind of go around the jawline to remove any standing food in their in their mouths. And also note, be sure whatever skin products are being used that the patient is not allergic and the products are moisturizing and hydrating. I will do a separate episode at a later date on the type of products that I am currently using for continent care. Scalp massage. One of the most exhilarating spa experiences for a patient 
is a daily scalp massage. When done properly, it helps to set the atmosphere for cooperation. Simply take a warm, moist face towel and briskly massage over the entire scalp. It creates a calming sensation for the patient. The same technique can be used for hair washing. You would just simply add the shampoo and conditioner of choice. I use Design Essentials Rosemary and Mint Conditioner because it provides a stimulating scalp sensation for the patient. Hand care. Be sure to wash hands between meals. Nail and cuticle care is important, especially if a patient is diabetic. Nails should be kept clipped. And a tip here is it is a good practice to take a Q-tip and clean around the, the cuticles with peroxide daily. This will uh, remove any harboring germs that may have been inserted around the cuticle area. Foot care. Foot care needs to be performed daily specifically if the patient is a diabetic. Simply examine toes, between the toes, bottom of the feet, and carefully examine the heels. Bed pressure sores have a tendency to form when patients are not mobile and or have poor circulation. And the tip here is if the patient is experiencing poor circulation or you can visibly see redness areas in the heels forming, simply ask your doctor or your nurse for a Prevalon heel protector. These are specially designed boots that increase circulation in the heels and feet and can correct the issue of bed pressure sores on the heels before they form. What if a patient wants to go to the bathroom but is unable to walk or does not have bladder or bowel control? Throughout this continence experience, it is important to constantly recommunicate your expectations to the patient. Dementia patients tend to forget very basic things, so daily communications is key and never assume that they already know anything. Their world changes daily. There are some preparations and organizational techniques required when initiating a sponge bath. The sponge bath experience should be a soothing and relaxing experience for the patient. It will require some practice initially on your part as you are getting acquainted to the likes and dislikes of the patient. I recommend that you have two small containers of water, one for washing and one for rinsing. Have all products laid out and ready for use. As you are probably aware, body odor is always a number one concern, specifically if you are wearing Depend products. But not to worry, there are products available that control body odor. One product that I recommend is Dr. Bonner's Peppermint Pure Castile Soap, the liquid version.
This is made with organic plant oils without synthetic detergents. This gives an amazing spa experience and leaves the body clean and smelling fresh. Also use hydrating lotions of your choice. Whatever works for you and your patient regarding the actual bathing process, I have tried both methods, complete bathing all at once, and I have done it in sections. It really depends upon the mood and vibe of the patient for that day. There is no right or wrong way for your approach. Personally, I prefer doing the bathing in sections because it allows me to focus and dedicate time for key areas like wound care. Tips for males. You should have some washcloths set aside that can be dedicated um, to use simply just for wrapping the penis during bathing. If an accident occurs, the washcloth will capture the urine and you simply remove the washcloth and rewash the area and continue with the bathing. You need to lay out everything that is going to be needed for that task, beginning with the clothes, t-shirt, shirt or sweater, undergarments, pants, socks, shoes. And the tip here is if a patient is diabetic, then you should purchase some diabetic socks. These are very stretchy and help provide comfort for patients experiencing the neuropathy pain in their toes. So let's talk undergarments. I can give you a few scenarios of what works. Number one, pull up depends stuffed with guards. Depending on the degree of fluids released will determine how many guards you may need to use. What has worked for me in the past is to use two guards inside of one pull-up depend. Basically place them from the top continuing to the back for full coverage. This provides additional coverage when the depend is full of excess urine and bowel movements. However, you need to determine a schedule for how often this should be changed and stick to it. Typically, I have found that depends when stuffed with guards work well when changed every three hours. For heavier coverage, when you find that the pull-up depend is no longer absorbing the amount of fluid being released, then you should consider changing over to a diaper. This will give you more coverage and absorbs a lot more fluids. Typically, I have found that this method works extremely well when changed every four hours. I recommend using diapers with the three tabs for closing and placing two guards in the diaper for additional protection. Diapers are good for containing excessive amounts of bowel movements. Then also put a depend on top of the pull-up depend on top of the diaper to hold everything in place. And if needed, add an additional guard inside the pull-up um, depend. 
So here for this scenario, for the heavier coverage, you're going to have the diaper. You're going to have two guards inside the diaper. And then you're also going to use a pull-up depend on the outside to secure the diaper in place. And if needed, add an additional uh, guard inside of that pull-up. Now, for maximum coverage, and this is specifically a male option, diapers with the three tabs for closing, along with what is called a quick change incontinent wrap. This is a, a fairly new method and is highly effective. However, it is more expensive. The quick change incontinent wrap uses a donut approach. When placed completely around the penis, all of the urine is absorbed inside of the donut. This allows you to quickly switch it out when only a urine change is required and still be able to reuse the diaper and the pull-up when everything has been contained inside of the donut. It only takes a couple of minutes to do so. It also gives great protection if a patient is traveling to the doctor for doctor appointments. This method also protects the skin from the urine. And a tip here is changing tips. If you know that you have an overwhelming amount of bodily fluids that have to be changed. Uh, a tip here for removing excessive bodily fluids from the body is to simply cut open a garbage bag and place it underneath the patient prior to removing the undergarments. Now, you also can consider purchasing some disposable plastic painter drop cloths because you can also use the drop cloth and place it underneath the patient. It gives you more coverage over the bed and this will allow you to remove the garments and contain fluids to one area. Then once the garments have been removed, you can simply roll up that garbage bag or that disposable drop cloth and remove from the bed with all of the fluids contained to minimize your cleanup efforts. And you want to be sure to use wipes or disposable washcloths to cleanly remove all of the fluids off the body. This removes all the debris from the body and prepares the body for bathing. Once the body has been completely bathed, gently massage your hydrating lotions over the entire body from head to toe. This helps to generate the circulation process and creates a stimulating full body massage for the patient. Wound care techniques 
What are bed sores? Bed sores can happen when a person is bedridden or otherwise immobile, unconscious, or unable to sense pain. Bed sores are ulcers that happen on areas of the skin that are under pressure from lying in bed, sitting in a wheelchair, or wearing a cast for a prolonged time. Bed sores are also called pressure injuries, pressure sores, pressure ulcers, or decubitus ulcers. Bed sores can be a serious problem among frail older adults. In some instances, can be related to the quality of care the person receives. If an immobile or bedridden person is not turned, positioned correctly, and given good nutrition and skin care, bed sores can develop. People with diabetes, circulation problems, and poor nutrition are at higher risk. What causes bed sores? A bed sore develops when blood supply to the skin is cut off for more than two to three hours. As the skin dies, the bed sore first starts as a red painful area, which eventually turns purple. Left untreated, the skin can break open and the area can become infected. A bed sore can become deep. It can extend into the muscle and bone. Once a bed sore develops, it is very often very slow to heal. Depending on the severity of the bed sore, the person's physical condition and the presence of other diseases such as diabetes, bed sores can take days, months, or even years to heal. Bed sores often happen on the buttocks area, on the crack, the tailbone, or the hips, heels of the feet, shoulder blades, back of the head, backs and sides of the knees. Here's a tip for bed sore treatment. Note, always, always first notify the patient's nurse or primary physician of the issue and discuss recommended treatment. Something that I have used and have had 100% success is a three-step process. First, apply a very small dab of Vaseline on the bed sore area. This presents prevents excessive drying. Number two, apply zinc or a butt paste with zinc. And number three, protective skin care cream. Apply each one of these products one at a time in that order. Walmart sells a butt paste that has 41% zinc in its products for bed sores that have broken open. This is highly effective what I generally do as a ongoing preventative um, maintenance measure is examine the skin from head to toe as I am bathing. If I see any red areas, I put a little bit of the butt paste on it. The redness is usually gone within 24 hours. Excessive itching, which is very common for patients who are diabetic. When the patient is experiencing excessive itching, again, the first thing to do is to communicate with the nurse or your primary physician to discuss recommended treatment. 
Every patient is different. Discuss all recommended medications, including over-the-counter medications, with your health care representative prior to treatment. Now, a tip here, there are a couple of recommended lotions available that are very good. Number one, Curel Hydrotherapy Wet Skin Moisturizer with Itch Defense. Number two, Jergens Weightless Wet Skin Moisturizer. And number three, Curel Itch Defense. And then a second tip is to apply hot compresses to all irritated itching areas prior to applying the lotion. The compresses help to open up the pores and allows the skin to uh, really absorb the um, medicated lotions. The third tip would be for extreme desperate measures because sometimes the hot compresses just do not work. Another alternative would be to apply ice-cold compresses to itching areas and then apply the lotion. I pray that this information has been informative and helpful. Quality continence care requires a lot of patience and requires a lot of work. So in times of struggle, remember our theme, your life is worth my time. Let us pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you because you are an omnipotent and a benevolent God. We humbly are seeking your purpose for our journey as a caregiver, asking in the name of Jesus for you to help us to set the atmosphere for our day. Grant us the words to speak, strength to serve, and love to reflect you in all that we do today. Help us to allow your light to shine through us. You have called us out for your purpose and in your power. We will rise to every occasion and challenge that comes our way. Please order our steps and establish our paths. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining the podcast. Please feel free to contact me on Facebook with any questions or comments you may have. And please be sure to share this podcast with your family and friends. Have a blessed day. God bless.